What's up, my friends? How are you? My goodness, let us begin. It is Friday. Hold on. <laughs> Friday, the 4th of June. I, I One second in. Hold on. Hang on. Friday, the 4th of June, 2021, the Eric Zane Show podcast comes to you from the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio, and it begins now. This is Zaniac Joe Pellerito. And Danny Pellerito. E-Z. S-P. E-Z. S-P. It's the Eric Zane Show podcast. Give me an E. E. Give me a Z. Z. Give me a S. S. Give me a P. P. What's up, Spell? Espa. What's up, Spell? Espa. All right, listen. It's the Eric Zane Show podcast. Show. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. Please welcome Mr. Eric Zane. Welcome in. Thank you so much. Start this thing. Get it started right. In an extremely good mood, have to be in a good mood. Okay? That's 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 you know one of the keys. It is a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. Uh, Monday through Friday, right here. Okay, let me take care of this. I'm, I'm trying to uh, beat the drum about this, but uh, I just posted a link on the live chat for Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube to my Discord. And I'll also include that uh, link in the uh, uh, show notes of the audio podcast. Um, That way, if you are ever out and about and you want to hear the show live, but you don't want to have, like, the uh, screen all lit up so that you have Facebook going on while you're driving or whatever, it's just a way to get the show in just audio form on the Discord app, D-I-S-C-O-R-D, D-I-S-C-O-R-D, Discord. Some of you are like, well, wait, I, I don't know what that is. I'm old. Yeah, I, I know. I, I'm with you. I'm with you. But uh, enough people said, Zane, you need to put the show on Discord that I, I finally listened. So, the uh, yeah, it is available there. And, uh, you know, when you um, uh, uh, get started on that app, if you're old and ugly like me, you're going to immediately be confused as to how it works. Don't panic. Just absorb it, okay? I believe that that's a thing where if you if you just have it, it's suddenly by some weird form of osmosis, it's going to, like, embarrass uh, embarrass yourself by uh, being absorbed into you, okay? That's basically how it is. And Josh says it's more fun to watch you embarrass yourself. Yes, I agree with that, too. But uh, if you happen to only want to hear the audio, it's on Discord. So there you go. Show is available in several, uh, several spots. Jesus, I sound like Joe Biden today. Facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Please share it. Please like it. Thank you so much. Twitter, Periscope Video uh, brought to you by Blue Frost IT. Retweet it with a snarky comment. Thank you. YouTube, Eric Zane Show on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel. Bell notification. Thumbs up. Off you go. I'm on Instagram. Brought to you by the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. And also... Uh, you can email me anytime on the Shoreliner striping inbox. I pulled into, where was it yesterday? It was the Walgreens in Jenison, Michigan, on the corner of Cottonwood and Maine. And I thought of my friends over at Shoreliners because their stripes look like shit, okay? There, there aren't any yellow stripes. And you would think that they'd have the money to keep this in, in, uh, in good shape, for God's sake. But uh, they need uh, Shoreliners to come in, sweep out the parking lot, and then paint it, too. 
They got like these machines that sweep it all out of dust and dirt flying everywhere. You're like, ah, shit, fuck, get out of here. And then, uh, and then they go and they paint it. They, the lines are so bad there that it, they're all gone except for right near the curb where the, where the uh, actual tires can't get that far to like uh, wear it out over time. But it's a disaster. Call Shoreliners. They're online at shorelinerstriping.com. Okay. Uh, plenty of things to get to today. Uh, and a podcast update. Uh, today is the day, late afternoon, early evening. We will be honoring the memory of the uh, legendary soul, the one and only sweet, uh, sweet as, uh, as can be, lovely, talented, uh, and gone too soon, Kate Veldink. Uh, today is the day that we will be doing that. Uh, 4 p.m. it starts uh, on into whatever time. So, you know, uh, uh, obviously everything is pushed out of the way. So the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, in theory, will happen on Saturday at 8 p.m. right after the graduation party for the Princess of the Forest, Madison. Okay, so just if you're like, well, wait, wait, what's going on with the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast? We're going to get to it. We just got to head up, move it around. And that's the beauty of having this whole podcast thing is we can, I can just say, hey, I'm moving it. And then you, you move it and then everything's cool. So um, that is uh, that is on the agenda for today. I want to get right to the update of Miss Rita. If you missed it yesterday on this podcast, local lady for 33 years has been teaching little, little uh, boys and girls to uh, life sw- life-saving swim techniques. So, yes, learning how to swim, but at the same time, uh, you know, it, it critical skills uh, ingrained into these, into these little tykes about what to do if they're ever in the deep end, you know? And uh, I, I think the thing that stood out to me most in that story was that in, in all the time she's been doing this, not one kid has drowned in Granville, Michigan. Okay. Now, um, I had her on the podcast, and uh, it, 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 we, we learned that there, there's one dick who's crazy, and uh, he's been bitching about Miss Rita forever. And finally... Uh, uh, the right set of asshole ears in Granville uh, heard the the pleas of this dick saying, I don't like cars on the street and uh, basically making shit up about how much of an inconvenience it is to have a few cars on the street during the summer months. Um, and, and then, uh, so this story surfaced last year and uh, then, you know, it kind of went away and now it's back. And, I, I would need to see some evidence, okay? If I miss Rita, I respond in kind with a harsh rebuke and a lawsuit, okay? She's done everything right. Uh, we heard yesterday in the piece that the news did uh, from the lady across the street. She goes, uh, we have no problem with anything. There isn't any litter everywhere. They made it seem, whoever it was that concocted this fairy tale story, hang on. That, um, you know, there's uh, 100 people running up to the house and then they're all like throwing shit on the ground all the way into the house. And that's, that couldn't be further from the truth. Okay. That's not at all what's happening, but all this, this stupid dick had to do was bitch about it. And, uh, these, uh, pussies in Granville decided to fold. Oh yeah. So here's the update. Here's what's going on right now. And, oh, by the way, and then on this show, Kenny said, hey, Zane, 
you got a big ass pool and a big ass driveway. Why don't you call her up and uh, and tell and volunteer the? Then I'm like, yeah, no way. I don't want to put your brats here. And then I thought about, it, I go, well, well, why, why not? Why, why would I not do that? I, I have. It's just me, Queen of the Forest. You know, we uh, the NFK, and then that's it. And then Madison, this is uh, she's here too. But we've got plenty of room here. No big deal. So yeah, I would love the idea of Miss Rita setting up shop here. So I, I reached out to her, got her on the show, thank God. And uh, and she's like, well, you know, I mean, we got a lot of cars. I go, don't worry about it. We can fit cars in the driveway. We didn't have to. And then I checked with my homeowners association when I got off the podcast. And they go, yeah, come on, invite her in. Yes, bring her in. Bring her in, okay? And then I called my uh, insurance company. Well, actually, I have an agent who deals with the insurance, which is the way to go, by the way. And um, I, I said, hey, uh, so I'm thinking about I'm trying to make this happen. And uh, if it does happen, I want to be ready. So what's going on with homeowners? She goes, can't do it. Your homeowners insurance would not allow that to happen. Um, and um, so then I said, OK, well, what to do? And they go, well, we're going to find you a new policy if you choose to, that will allow that. I go, all right, no problem. So I got all this shit covered already. I'm preparing myself for this. And then, uh, so, uh, more on that later about the pool shit. Oh my God. Cause then I was motivated. I really got to get this thing cleaned up in case we've got all these kids in here. Holy crap. Um, so then, uh, I reached out to miss Rita during the, during the day and I did not hear back and she either thinks I'm crazy or she's, uh, uh running out the ground ball with the city of Granville. Uh, the multi-talented Michelle, De, Michelle DeSelms, uh, formerly Fox 17 now on wood TV eight. I see she is doing the seven on seven or the seven at seven or what the hell is it called? It's like you have the news at six and then six thirties, NBC nightly news. And then at seven, they're back and it's Michelle DeSelms. Oh my God. My first news crush is back. How is it? She gets younger. What the hell here? She is talking about the update for Miss Rita. Hello and thanks for joining us, everyone. First, we are heading back to Granville after a story we did yesterday about Miss Rita's swim school. News 8's Jacqueline Francis talked with city officials today who say they don't want to see the backyard swim program close, but they will need to see some changes. Miss Rita of Miss Rita's Swim School says it was a big relief last night to get a call from the city's attorney reiterating the fact that the city of Granville does not want to see her swim program shut down, but they will need to see her make some pretty big changes in order for her to be in compliance. Now, oh my gosh, you're swimming! <laughs> if there's one thing most everyone can agree on, it's that Miss Rita's Swim School provides a valuable service to the community. This is an aggressive program, and we teach the kids how to swim and save themselves. Is what Miss Rita is doing, is it beneficial to our community? Is it valuable for our community? To me, the answer was yes. The second question was, would I want to be her neighbor? And the, question, the answer to that question was no. And so I really thought there has to be a compromise here. Grandville City Council member Justin Nor. Uh, by the way. That comment by this nerd. So I really thought there has to be a cop. question was, would I want to be her neighbor? And the question, the answer to that question was no. And so I. Oh, what the fuck? I mean, was... Really thought there has to be a compromise here. Grandville City Council member Justin Nordhook so said. If I was him, I'd say, well, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't have a problem with, with people having a good time in their backyard. Is that, uh, is, is that what this is about? The fact that there's activity in the backyard and, and people in, in your neighborhood? What the fuck? 
That's is. Don't people go outside and do things in the summer? I mean, God forbid people are walking around or kids are playing in the street or whatever, you know? The compromise came last fall when they voted to ease the home business ordinance, allowing for outdoor... Sure, we can go ahead and blow fireworks off at uh, midnight, you know, uh, all throughout the holidays as all the veterans are huddled in their closets freaking out with PTSD. But this, this grandma can't have her fucking swim school eat shit. Based home occupations, including things like dog walking or swim lessons. When I really felt that the Planning Commission had drawn up a, a really great um, ordinance that was sufficient, and so for this to be popping up again a year later, I'm, I'm really uh, surprised by that. Okay, hold up. What is the ordinance you drew up, and how is the ordinance being violated? Specifically, tell me. Oh my gosh, you are amazing. City officials say the matter resurfaced last month when Miss Rita started her summer swim lessons. Op- Translation, the dickhead in the neighborhood started bitching. Operating her business in a way that violates the newly amended ordinance. How? Things like excessive noise and traffic congestion. If so you choose to operate... Okay, look, this guy's great here. Check this out. I shouldn't say he's great. He's an idiot, but he... Uh, it. it I love how they're positioning this as, oh, yeah, Miss Rita, you know, she's got 100 people a day there. They make it seem like 100 people are in the backyard at one time. Things like excessive noise and traffic congestion. If you choose to operate in a neighborhood, you need to operate in a way that's sensitive to the neighborhood's needs and rights. And, and, and that's been the concern. So our city council certainly tried to find a balance. Um, it's never been about putting anybody out of business. <laughs> It comes back to compromise and communication, as it'll be up to Miss Rita with some guidance from the city to scale back her operation to a point of compliance. When you have that kind of an impact, I hate this guy's voice. A number of people, that number of cars, um, 75 to 100 kids each coming with a parent, you know, now you're getting beyond neighborhood scale. Yeah, uh, you're an idiot, okay? It's not 75 to 100 people. What you just said there is absolutely wrong. Okay, the 9 o'clock class starts. Uh, seven kids are going to learn how to swim. Mom or dad brings them. So what the hell? Seven cars. Is that it? Is that what this is about? Seven cars? And then you make it seem like there's 75 to 100 at one time. That's not the case. They leave, and then the 10 o'clock arrives, and then the 11 o'clock arrives, and this goes till 2. That's how she runs her business. Now you need to probably alter your operations to reduce that scale and reduce your impact. Shut up. Or find nerd. a location that better handles that. This guy's that. a dick. This evening, I spoke once again with the city manager as well as Miss. These guys apparently love drowning. That's what this is about, in my opinion. Rita, and they're both willing to sit down together and talk through the changes that she would need to make in order to be in compliance, all in an effort to make sure this program can stay open. Reporting in Granville, Jacqueline Francis, News 8. City of Granville needs some leadership that uh, aren't a bunch of pussies. That's what they need. And uh, when this pain in the ass calls next time, this is what you do. You hire Eric over there, all right? And I'm the official phone answer. And then that stupid dick calls uh, calls and bitches and go, hey, this is Eric Zane. I'm speaking on behalf of the city of the Granville. Go, uh, city of Granville, go fuck yourself. Click. Then that's it. Done. Problem solved. Done. Marcy writes, the complainer calls the police all the time even when her own adult children are over with their cars, wasting Granville Police Department's time and resources. The man should be ashamed. 
Uh, Jed said uh, Granville schools said during said uh, said during I don't know uh, could they could use the middle school pool for free. She said no. Kudos to the homeowners association uh, of yours, Eric Kenny. That's highly unusual. So that that they'd be so laid back. Oh yeah, it's my he's, he lives two doors down. He's awesome. Um, referring to Kenny getting in my brain to do the whole thing. It was unbelievably amazing that I was just messing with you and you actually are trying to run with it. Uh, the idea that, uh, the NFK would be here, uh, screaming at the kids, flapping his arm, uh, 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 uh and screaming at him. Hey, you, no running on the pool deck. You some bitch. Oh my God. Sarah says, I want to sign up for Miss Rita's class. That guy's a dick. You don't know how to swim? Uh, man, so yeah, I. this is just quite a thing. So I, I don't know what's going on. If they are going to, if they're trying to walk it back somehow. Um, Jason says the reporter says things weird. That would be uh, the lady we, yes, I know. I've caught that too. That's why yesterday we were saying uh, the wrong reporter to send for a story about a swim school. Swim school. Thank you, Tyler. Uh, Kate says this is a classic backpedal trying to find a compromise. There's no fucking compromise needed. You have kids showing up. They, they, they walk in, they get taught to swim. And then that's that. Uh, Hank checking in. Hey, your dogs are too good. Zane. Mine won't leave me alone at my computer. Well, no, it's time to sleep, man. It is time to sleep. So that's uh, that's what's going on. That is the update for Miss Rita. Uh, Kenny says, Kelsey needs swim lessons. When can I bring her up? Oh, man, I'm telling you. Well, you got to wrap your mind around the fact that, uh, first of all, um, Miss Rita is is tough. So in the video that I was just playing, you know, they've got the video footage of her teaching the kids. And these kids are, uh, she goes, all right, now put your face in the water and then swim. And then the kid's head comes up so his eyes are actually uh, above the surface of the water. And she just cuffs him in the back of the head. And the kid's head goes down right in the water. Ah! And the kid turns and goes, shut the fuck up. Bam! Shouldn't say that. But uh, th- that's what how it goes with these uh, this type of swim training. It's you, it's, uh, <laughs> you have to understand that the person doing the instructing on this type of specific training is... Uh, it is a tried and true, um, method. It freaking works when it comes to water. You don't fuck around. And, uh, and, and these type of instructors, I think it's called ISR. Oh, it's just the absolute best. I cannot stress this enough. Get your kid, do whatever you need to do. Beg, borrow, steal, get your kids when they're little into one of these classes. I would love to see this would have been a perfect opportunity. Uh, if I was back on my old show to have one of the hosts who did not know how to swim. Uh, uh, swim and actually be be taught by Miss Rita, who would just bash him in the back of the fucking head. And you ah, fuck shit, fuck shit. So the idea also that the NFK running around on the deck going, hey, you little fuckers, no running on the deck. Shit, fuck, I love that son of a bitch. And if the NFK ever jumped into the pool while the class was going on, the the plume of gray ashen dried skin that would be uh, just f- dissipating away from where he- the impact of him hitting the water 
Okay, this pool thing is driving me nuts, too, because uh, I'm, I'm starting to come unglued here in the Eric Zane Show podcast household. Okay, um, first of all, I've got poison ivy uh, all up and down my arms. Uh, I, 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 bought the, I bought the hydrocortisone 1% cream. Uh, that seems to work and reduces the itch, but I think I missed a spot because it's itching like hell right now. And I don't want to. I don't want to take the time to get up and go get it. But uh, yeah, I was ripping a bunch of vines off of the side of the house because I let them grow out of control, and I didn't know it was poison ivy. And oh man, so yeah, it's kind of running up and down my arms right now. Not good. I was under the impression that poison ivy is the type of thing that once you start scratching it, it like spreads. You know. Uh, but that, I, I guess that that is not the case. It's just a matter of where the, the oil that is on the plant, the vine touches you. And then your skin's going to kind of fall off for a period of time. You're going to itch. Oh God, it's the worst. And then, um, you don't really know. Okay. Yesterday I had one spot on my arm and I go, oh, wow, I must have just uh, barely nicked the uh, uh, poisonous plant. Okay, so I start to, uh, it, it says it says it's fine to itch it. It's not going to make it any worse. The only thing you could do is break the skin, which I have. Um, so then upon itching that one, I noticed that I, I then woke up all these freaking spots of it. And it is everywhere. Holy shit. It is all up and down my arms. That's something that you, I, I never think about. I don't do enough work in the yard to ever think that I could be exposed to uh, poison ivy. I'm just not, it's just not really on my radar until the next day when I'm like, oh, fuck, shit, oh, no. So, all right. But uh, this is all going on as the clock is ticking until the guests arrive for Madison's graduation party. Uh, right now, as uh, I am talking, it is 8.22 a.m. Eastern time on Friday, the 4th of June, okay? And uh, so that means, let's see, the party starts at 4 p.m. on Saturday. So that means, nine, wait, 9, 10, 11, 12, 1, 2, 3, 4, 7, 24, 30, or just over 31 hours until the guests are supposed to arrive. We have gotten to a point in the preparation to get this house ready where I am now um, uh, taking various things that I knew had to get done and just committing to not doing them at all. That there is just, I, I, I cannot sit there with only this amount of time remaining and get into my brain. This is just a pep talk for me. This is just to keep me from going nuts, Okay. The clock is ticking. I've got only so much time to get my shit done. Diana says to me, uh, uh, so I go, well, okay, let's, let's do some math here. We've got this many, uh, this many hours until the guests arrive. This is yesterday, so it's just a handful more hours. I go, okay, they got this much time for sleeping, this much time for eating. We've got to uh, be here, here at this point, here at this point of the day. You know, that leaves me very little time. To actually get any work done. I got a podcast Friday. Okay. Yeah. You know, I, I can maybe start by noon on Friday. She goes, oh, and I got a 1.30 uh, rehab appointment. I go, uh, well, then I'm not going to get anything done. We have to be uh, leaving the house at a certain time uh, this afternoon uh, for, the, for, for Kate Velding's 
memorial. Uh, uh, you mean, no, we, we can't do it. And uh, she kind of looks at me weird. I go, maybe uh, Madison or Jackie can take you. Let's try to delegate that. Yeah, yesterday, Jackie took uh, Daisy to the vet, so maybe she can help. No, nobody can help us. I go, all right, we'll cancel it. Uh, maybe a family friend can help us. Uh, no, no, she's going she's gonna to cancel the appointment. It got to be so bad yesterday that while I was working, she's uh, the one thing she can do because she's got the bad wing is she's got like um, water bottles and she's putting like um, uh, congratulations, Madison, on the outside, a sticker on the outside of each water bottle. It's the one thing she can do. So she's like, take the water bottle, puts a sticker on it, sets a water bottle down. And then uh, this is... Uh, Last night, when I'm getting ready to record the Insane Asylum, it's 8.15 p.m. I got to do the Insane Asylum. I've got to do the Lost Zane recordings, uh, uh, all for the Patreon and the free view for the, for the regular podcast. So I'm like, oh, fuck, I got to go. I got to stop what I'm doing. I got to finish this job. She goes, can you go and get me a tub to put these uh, water bottles in? And I go, no, I can't. And uh, she goes, Okay. Okay, now that's all. That's all it took, just to hear. I said, "No, I can't. I gotta go. If I if I do that, it's. I mean, I'm gonna get to bed at midnight, for God's sake." Apparently, she didn't like that, because I got the old okay. And now that okay, to me, I do not go for passive aggressive. I that is not my thing. I hate people. I was just listening to Bill Burr talk about this on his podcast. How much passive aggressive people piss him off when they're trying to get you a message, but they do it in a fucked up way like that. I used to work with a guy like that, and I wanted to fucking strangle him every time he did it. Uh, she gives me the okay, and then so I snark the same way as her, and she goes, "Oh, oh, oh!" I go, "What?" Because you're going to lose Pooh Bear points. 500 right there. I go, what? Seriously, this is ridiculous. I go, no, bullshit. You can't be taking away Pooh Bear points because something you started. What? What did I say? I go, it isn't what you said. She goes, what? I said, okay. I go, it's not. How many times do I have to say this? Go, Go through this with you. I go, it's not what you say. It's say it with me now. How you say it. What is the word I always use? She goes, I don't know, assholishness. I go, no, tone. It's tone. The tone at which it flies out of your face. If it is of a certain inflection, you're trying to tell me something in a passive aggressive way. Okay, what? You'd be you'd make me happier if you said, "Well, you're a dick." Uh, don't don't go, "Okay. I love you. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry." Ugh. So uh, apparently I lost Pooh Bear points yesterday, and I go, well, that's bullshit because you started the whole damn thing. Okay, got the hell out of there. Got my work done. And, you know, frankly, though, I get to a point at the end of the day when the clock is ticking, and I can hear it like a a Christopher Nolan film. Tick, 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 tick. tick. And uh, I'm like, okay. Now, what what happened here yesterday was... Um, you got to understand this pool is going to be in use for this party. It's got to be like 95 degrees. People are going to be melting. Okay. So we're telling people, yeah, bring your swimming trucks, man, or you can, whatever. And, and this is not a dry party. Okay. I've got, uh, relatives 
coming over who are heavy drinkers. They're going to get hammered, okay? And all they want to do is get to my house, get in the pool, and crack beers. That's it. Uh, say hi to Madison. Give her a card with a hundred bucks in it. Eat the food. Drink more beer. Get in the pool. That's it. It's a it's a hybrid pool party slash graduation party. All right. The backyard is a disaster. There's dog shit everywhere. That's not a that's not a big job. That'll take me twenty minutes tops. Okay. I got all sorts of bushes that need to be trimmed, and the actual pool is an absolute disaster because. A thick layer of mucous membrane algae is on the bottom of the pool. All right. I put in a nuclear bomb's worth of chlorine shock, liquid shock into that thing. Let the filter run for a day and a half. All of a sudden, all of the green is gray. We've killed it all. It's dead. Okay? Now you got to vacuum that shit up. And this is a monster job. Okay, there's so, so much particulates at the bottom of this pool that you're going over with the sucker thing and you're doing that and it's you're going to see it's the bottom of the pool underneath it is being exposed it's like, oh, this is so great. You're doing it's going to be awesome. And then all of a sudden I hear crack. I go, what? And then the, I have no suction. All right, without getting too boring and intricate with it, there's a, a, a device called the skimmer where all the water goes in and goes on through a pipe underground into the filter. And I'm sucking all the crappy water with the dead algae into that, and it's getting stuck in the sand filter. Well, this little vacuum thing sits on this ring of plastic, and the filtration was so strong, and this little plastic ring is so old that it exploded. This plastic ring in which all of this, if you don't have the plastic ring, everything's fucked. You have no seal. Without the seal, you have no suction. Without no suction, with no suction, you have no clean pool. You have a, a shit show. Okay. So I'm like, oh, my God. Uh, so I take this thing, and it's in four pieces. Again, it's a ring. It's like the, uh, a ring like the size of like the same size of like a dinner plate but it's just a plastic ring you can you can hold it up to your face and you see your face through it okay that's you know a ring and i get this thing and uh, i go all right now what to do i have got to get this i call up jeremy out the door your buddy i got an issue he goes yeah okay great i go uh, I, I need this uh i need this ring he goes yeah it's gonna cost you uh, 25 bucks out the door and i go okay all right bring it on over he goes no i gotta order it. it's gonna take a certain amount of time to get this and I go, all right, you're dead to me. You have, I can, you cannot help me. He goes, ah, that's all right. I go, I also need this other part. I can still work with this one, but it's about to break too. He goes, okay, it's going to be 18 bucks, out the, 18 bucks out the door. I go, all right, great, thank you. Hang up with him. I'm looking at four pieces. Now, this uh, ring sits underwater. And I go, all right, I'm going to glue it. <laughs> I've got some Gorilla Glue, and I'm going to... Uh, put the glue on it and I'm going to glue it and then, but that ain't going to work. That is going to, it's just too compromised. I need to shore up where it's these four pieces where there's, so there's all these cracks. So there's four pieces. That means eight spots that need tape. One, two, three, I think, or is it six? No, it'd be eight, wouldn't it? Uh, tape and glue. I get the plastic tape that you mail something with, you know, uh, 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 shipping tape. 
and I, I glue the, the shit together and then I'm cutting little pieces of tape and putting it on there. And then I kind of wrap it around there. I actually took a fair amount of time to do this. And then I swear to God, as stupid as this sounds, it seemed to have integrity. And I'm like, man, I think this is like uh, uh, that scene in Apollo 13 when they like, uh, uh, you know, all right, we got uh, we got this roll of duct tape and uh, this box. We got to make a uh, oxygen converter. Go. I felt like an MIT engineer. And I'm like, you know what? I think this is going to work. Okay. So I put the ring back into where the suction has to happen. And I take this other device that's hooked to the hose and, uh, and the filter is running now. This is the type of thing that if you get your hand stuck at the bottom or where the water is getting sucked in, your hand's not coming off. Okay. Uh, it's, it's that powerful. That's why it broke in the first place. So I put the, uh, I put the thing on where the, the seal is going to occur. Okay. And it's, it's round and it fits nicely on top of where this ring is. And, uh, it's, it's pulling my hand and this, other device onto it because the suction's so strong and then it's on now it's at this moment that uh you lose a little suction but then it's going to come back once it primes and so it's it's hanging on to it but we haven't really gotten to where it's really all the pressure is really going to hit now it's, this is the moment of truth if it pulls too hard it's going to destroy what i worked on and that's going to be a mess. What's even worse is uh, uh, there's also potential that pieces could get sucked down <laughs> underground into the piping, which that's an absolute horror show. Okay, you just don't want that. You run the risk of, you know, Jeremy out the door, showing up here, and, uh, yeah, hey, Jeremy, how much is it going to cost you to bust up the concrete and replace all the piping? Oh, $5,000 out the door. Ah, fuck. So then I'm just sitting there looking at it, and I see it pull this thing down. <laughs> And then it stabilizes and it's holding. And I'm like, oh my God, it's working. Holy shit. This is crazy. All right, back at it. And this thing has so much suction now. I think the tape has actually caused more of a seal. It's actually working better. I'm like, I did it. I did it. DIY King. Yes. <laughs> and then, so I'm, uh, I'm working on it and, and I'm not going to make you think that anything else bad happened to that. It, it held, it freaking worked. It did not break. And then, uh, so that uh, as I'm working and sucking shit up off the bottom of the pool, you know, every like minute and a half, you got to go backwash the damn thing because there's so much debris inside of the sand. And it's just, this is a huge job and I'm panicking because I'm halfway through it. Um, the pool then gets cloudy. It which sometimes happens quickly and I can no longer even see the bottom of the pool. All of the, uh, uh, debris, the dead algae is now floating throughout the pool incorporated throughout all of it. And you, it's too much. And so now I gotta, uh, I gotta reshock it and let all of the spores die even further if they're not yet dead and settle to the bottom. The problem is I have, However many hours I said till the guests arrive. Shit. So, all right, there's that. I said, I'm like, uh, okay, Danny, two huge jobs. Garage to prepare for all these guests. We're going to have a tent in the driveway. 
garages where like some people are going to be milling about. You got the photo boards. You got the the food is put out. Mean Gene is going to cook Asian, Asian food, not Asians, Asian food. Uh, it's it's supposed to be great, and I am not at anywhere where I need to be, nowhere. And so I'm sitting there bitching about this, and uh, to the two people that cannot help me, the NFK, who's the only thing his arms are good for is flapping when he's having a conversation with you, and uh, and then the and then the queen of the forest, she's got a bum a bum shoulder, so I'm like, oh, fuck, I go, I, I I don't know what to do. And she goes, well, we're going to have people over here tomorrow to help us with the uh, with the garage or some shit like that. I go, okay, great. But I and so this is just weighing heavily on your old pal Eric's brain. I tell you, I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, I, I, I lost sleep about it last night. Woke up, looked at that pool, and I was like, oh, shit. <sighs> so much going on. So I'm starting to crack. I, 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 I came unglued a little bit yesterday. Uh, I'm going to work my ass off as soon as this podcast is done. So, all right. That's what's going on. Oh, one thing after another. And that, that's what I said to her. I, I go, Dad, I don't know, man. I'm just, it's just a lot going on here. And, uh, and then the NFK says to me, he goes, man, I'm sorry. I can't help you. He's like, you know, he's got, he can't do anything. And I go, Hey, don't worry about it, man. Don't, don't even worry about it. I, I, I got it. And then I kind of like, why am I even bitching? Why am I even bitching? Just shut up. Stay the course. It will all work out. Everything will somehow get done. It always does. Just stop being an asshole. Okay? You already lost 500 Pooh Bear points. Uh, Maybe even more. Uh, The last thing you want to do is make it any worse. So, all right. Holy crap. Uh, I think she's still asleep. I wonder if she's still asleep thinking about getting her on here you know this is uh the first day of summer vacation she's still on the mend the recovery from the uh the recovery from the shoulder surgery hello hey you up yeah okay good uh hang on a second i gotta get your microphone ready i don't want you to i know i don't want you to come in here i just had to put you on this mic Okay, so uh, uh, now remember, in order for this to be a normal call, uh, you got to like uh, get out a sledgehammer and start clanking the uh, pots and pans together, any of that stuff. Please feel free to go ahead. I just want to get ahead of that. Okay, well, just hang on because I just got out of the bathroom, so I have to leave the door room. Okay, now, now I'm okay. Did you go poo? I didn't go poo. So, do you want me to share with the audience your uh, medical issue? No. So, you don't want me to talk about the hemorrhoid? Eric, I'm going to hang up. What? It, that happens sometimes. Okay, you don't need to make it public. That's, that loses poo bear points right there. <laughs> so, can you? Ex- I've never had one of those. Can you explain to me what's going on? Mm-mm. Now, back in the day, didn't they just, like, dig them out with a melon baller? I don't want to talk about it. I'm going to hang up on you. I can push it what back in want? for you. What do you want? I what wanted, do you want? I wanted to discuss yesterday's um, when you, well, you, you took points away from me, but it was all your fault. It was not my fault. You had an attitude. You were starting to get stressed out, and you copped an attitude. 
Okay, let me ask. Let me run this by you. If a person's getting stressed out, um, why would you? I mean, because you said to me it was a simple question: Can you go get me a tub for these water bottles? And what was my answer? No. Thank you. Okay. And then what did you say? I said, oh, that's okay, honey. <laughs> no, no, no. That is not what happened. You you went, okay, okay, or okay. It was something shitty. You realize It was that. something what? It was shitty. It was not. It, well, it wasn't the first thing you said. It was dripping with attitude. And what did I say to you? What's the one thing I, one word I use to you that is always the, uh, the, the marker of passive aggressiveness? Tone. Tone. Why? Why do you always? Why don't you? I would. I would just start telling the audience. I would be more happy if you just said, "Well, hey, you know what? You're an asshole." Because that's what you're telling me. When you... <laughs> no. Okay. How are we gonna get all this shit done? What are you doing today? Tell me. Well, uh, there's not a whole lot I can do. I'm gonna finish the the water bottles. A couple of my friends said they would come over if we needed help. We need them. Call them. Jackie's coming over. We need her. Call her. Well, huh? Because like photo boards, table setup, yes. all that shit, you know? Well, the table setup can't be done until tomorrow morning when the tent gets here. Well, you know, you need tables set up in the garage. Right, but I can't set the tables in the garage until the garage is emptied out. Right. So call them. Have them get after it. Okay. I will. I'll delegate. Where I'll, are we going to put all that shit? I don't know. I'll take care of it. But I got. I can figure that part out, but I can't. I, I need bodies. Okay, I'll get people over here. What time do you want them here? Uh, 8.43 a.m. Okay, well, you won't be done, so... It's it, uh, that's me being stupid. Now, as soon as possible. Okay. You can tell people what to do and where to put you. You you have that ability. Throw it... Okay, well, okay. I didn't know if you wanted it in a certain spot, dickhead. Okay, listen to me. Do you know the procedure of mess relocation? Yeah. Okay. So all we need to do is have it not in the room, that the garage, that it is in right now. So pick up and move down. I don't know. Throw it in the backyard. Put it in the pool shed uh, underneath the uh, sunroof. Sunroom. I'll put it in the, under the deck. Most of it. That's fine. Just get move it. Just pile it up. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm on it. Okay. I don't think Miss Rita is going to uh, be involved because I think, well, the city's now trying to make something happen with her. How are they? Yeah, they're kind of assholes. Well, like, they, I think they did that last year, too, after they everybody, like, told them what a bunch of what idiots a sh- they what, were. Yeah, they what, backtracked. Granville's a shit show. You know that? That's why you got you, you to gotta avoid uh, uh, living. That's why Hudsonville people, Jenison people, I mean, they're so much better than the Granville trash. <laughs> oh, dear. You're going to pick a fight now. Well, I'm only doing, I'm, and that's the fault of the city managers. Those people are yeah. at fault. They are representatives, so now I will now equate the entire community with them. Until they turn it around, they, they are forever known as Granville Trash. Oh, dear. I'm just kidding. Totally kidding. Totally kidding. Okay. Okay. I'm going to get to work here somehow. Okay. All right. I love you. Okay. Love you too. Bye. Okay. Bye. Queen of the Forest brought to you by my friends at Baldwin Ace Hardware.
The uh, kings and queens of DIY awesomeness in the Northland. When you head up north, go to Baldwin Ace Hardware and buy something, for God's sake. Business uh, this year down Memorial Day from uh, last year to this year, off 60%. 60! Ugh. All right. Let me help your business. Just like Baldwin Ace Hardware, reach out to me, Eric at EricZaneShow.com. If you want information about how you can be front and center on this podcast, it can be a local business specific to West Michigan, or if you do, uh, you know, e-business online, no one says e-business, you have a website or whatever, you send it everywhere, uh, whatever, whatever it may be, just reach out to me, Eric at EricZaneShow.com. I'll tell you how it works. The open and the live stream of this show brought to you today. By A&E Heating and Cooling. Online at aeheatingcooling.net. Joe Martinez is going to be busy. Him and his crew. uh, People are absolutely firing up the air conditioning full time. As it's going to be hot as balls around here. Hot and humid. Awful. Call up Joe. 616-516-8579 for a new install of an AC unit using the Comfort Maker brand of air conditioners. The best in the entire industry right there. But it won't be like you're paying way too much for this. If you call the other guys, they are, in fact, going to try to bend you over. Uh, go ahead and get an estimate from them just for kicks. Take your time through this process and then uh, hire Joe or make, I should say, invite Joe in to give you an estimate for the same job, and it will be lower. It will be lower. And if it's not, just say, hey, Zane says you're going to beat these guys. And he will. He will. Okay? Uh, Also, call him for an AC tune-up. You don't want to do that. You don't want to have that thing running without it uh, being looked at first. Uh, Reach out to Joe, 616-516-8579. God bless my friends at Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Have your vehicle looked at, repaired, whatever it may be, 616-532-6600. I just went through a process there where Madison, uh, she's like, Dad, this thing is leaking fluid. This is terrible. I go, all right, um, take it to Irvine's. She goes, what do, we, well, what, what do I do? I go, just do what I said. Just take it to Irvine's. It's all, it's all taken care of there. Uh, they take the car. They went over it with a fine-tooth comb. And you know what they said to me? Eric. There's nothing wrong with the car. What? Yeah, it was excessive condensation on the AC unit. It happens all the time. Oh, okay, thanks. 616-532-6600 for any type of automotive repair that you need done to make your vehicle run uh, as smooth as it possibly can. Uh, Asian, domestic, European, Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Okay. Welcome again to the folks on the uh, on the Discord. That is uh, brand new. I've got the show live, audio only there. Joe Martinez says, hey, I live in Granville. <laughs> um, Terry says, throw all the shit from the garage into the pool. Lisa says, stop talking. Go work. Ah, bullshit. This is my job. I have to work for a living, for God's sake. Um, Jason says, Eric, your Pooh Bear Point Bank is now overdrafted. Uh, 
Minus 500 Pooh Bear points. This is probably all with regard to the reference to Diana's current physical ailment around the butthole region. Uh, that's why I think I got a all caps Eric WTFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFF
of as many as 10,000 people, including 3,000 African-American school children singing the Union marching song, John Brown's Body. They were carrying armfuls of flowers and went to decorate the graves. Interesting that there would be a tie back to Hudson with that song. Which All right, so we got a little history lesson there. On Brown. Most importantly, whether Charleston's Decoration Day was the first is attended by Charleston's black community. Mike. AJ, Mike. <laughs> we'll continue on. This is why you moved in closer so you can hear this. Okay. Most importantly. Uh, okay. What the hell is going on there? Uh, Lieutenant Colonel Kempter powered through, and he's oh my my mic just malfunctioned. Well, I'll just finish my. It, it wasn't a ton of people. He was able to do it, uh, raise his voice a little, and and you and you heard it. You you heard the mic cut out. Ah shit! Uh, best laid plans of mice and men. Uh, it screwed up. Damn it! Tech issue. Sorry. Nope. They cut his mic because he was talking too much about blacks. Yes, they did. They cut the guy's mic. Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump style. Remember that? That scene when they're on the the National Mall. That's all I got to say about that. They cut the dude's mic because someone there hates black guys. Fuck. Oh. A military veteran's mic was intentionally cut off while he delivered a moving speech acknowledging black Americans' role in creating the Memorial Day holiday. I mean, what a what an innocuous, uh, harmless thing that was happening there. He's just basically giving you the history of it, and what the fuck is a big deal? You're thinking, well, maybe there's a mistake. No. Uh, everybody's pissed off. The American Legion of Ohio is pissed off about how uh, retired Army Lieutenant Colonel uh, Barnard Kempter was treated during his speech Monday during the, the, this Memorial Day ceremony at an Ohio cemetery. Kempter uh, was halfway through the speech. He started discussing how freed back black uh, enslaved people were involved in an early event honoring Civil War dead. Obviously, you already heard that. He, Kempter initially thought it was a glitch, but later learned the organizers did it on purpose. <laughs> Because he would not take that out of his speech. <laughs> Wait. Okay, so you admit it? You got a lie. If you, okay, if you did the old Forrest Gump to the guy because you don't like black guys and someone says, hey, what happened? You don't say, yeah, we cut the speech because we don't like black guys. You say, oh, I don't know, a tech issue. Uh, we got to look at gremlins in the system. I don't know what happened. You got to lie. You can't uh, tell them the truth, you asshole. You're already an asshole, but at least lie. I mean, what's the point? Now, you, there, there's, now you're screwed completely. According to organizers, Kempter's discussion of black history was, quote, not relevant to our program for the day. What an insult. He's talking about the very first Memorial Day that happened to have black people involved in it. Who gives a shit? You know, just say it. That if that's the truth, that's the truth. And you're saying that their uh, first Memorial Day is not relevant to the program for this is Memorial Day. That's it's absolutely relevant. It's it's the most relevant. You fucking asshole. 
Ah. Oh. Kempter says he's very disappointed that they chose to censor him. Well, they kind of censored him. I mean, he just basically said, all right, I'll just finish what I'm saying. You know, he adapted. So, adapt and survive and finish what he wa- said what he wanted to say. But now that, I mean, this is terrible. And now the Ohio American Legion is, of course, they have his back. The organization wants the event organizers who gave him the Forrest Gump treatment to resign. And they've also warned of disciplinary action. What a uh, what a horrible, disrespectful thing to do. This guy has an entire uh, career of serving the country. A highly decorated retired military official, Lieutenant Colonel Barnard Kempter. All he wants to do is honor the dead at the cemetery on Memorial Day. Give you a little fucking history channel lesson on the deal about how it all started. And some racist prick says, no way, fuck you, and turns the mic down. What an asshole. Oh, my God. That is horrible. Uh, and says, this is why you always bring a, a megaphone. They can't cut that off. That is really screwed up. I don't know how anybody who made the decision to do to do that thought that was going to end positively. And the fact that they boldly are like, yeah, we cut it. We don't want him talking about something irrelevant. You know, blacks. Idiot. Damn it, that sucks. Mm-mm-mm. All right. More crazy idiot bullshit. Did this one happen in Ohio too? Yes, it did. Okay, so that last one happened in Ohio. And then this one happened in Ohio too. Uh, this uh, happened uh, just updated on June 2nd. Initially, the report was made June 1st. So here you go. You got a kid on the football team, and I, I guess they're doing some type of off-season workout or something like that. Um, or maybe this is uh, just kind of surfacing now, and uh, it happened during the football season. I th- may- Maybe that, that would be it, but... You had some kid who apparently is a super-duper athlete and is going to be playing D1 college football on a full-ride scholarship. They, he's a, a, a youth, so they kept his identity secret. I'm sure the people in the school know who he is. But apparently, you know, he did something dumb, like missed a practice or was late. So, you know, the old-school punishment. All right, you're running laps. You're going to be doing some wind sprints. You might be like, uh, I don't know, washing the coach's car, uh, cleaning up the pads, you know, that type of shit. No. They go, oh, yeah, you're a Jew, aren't you? And the kid's like, yeah, all right, here you go. And they start, they give, they give him a pizza with pepperoni. They eat the fucking pizza. They put him, <laughs> fuck. They put the kid in a chair on like the 50-yard line. They're all sitting around. I'm going, yeah, eat it, Jew. Eat it. Eat the pork pizza. He's like, he practices. Uh, you know, the typical um, a kosher eating habits, religious, you, know, you can't, there's, I mean, it's pretty serious shit, you know, and uh, eat the pizza. And he's like, no, fuck, I can't. They go, fuck you, eat it. They made the guy eat the fucking pizza. What the fuck? Listen to Now this. at 10, one of the area's most prominent local high school football programs, Tiffany, in hot water tonight. Eight coaches on leave and the district now facing a lawsuit. And this all started with a pepperoni pizza. Kelly Kennedy digging deeper into what went down and now the possible consequences. 
That student's attorney tells me after he missed a practice because he hurt his shoulder, the high school oh. junior was forced to eat an entire... So I didn't know that. I, it was injury-related, and they still gave him the business. This attorney tells me after he missed a practice because he hurt his shoulder, the high school junior was forced to eat an entire pepperoni pizza in front of his whole team, and that was a punishment. And as it turns out, this high school football player is Jewish, and he keeps kosher. Oh. And his attorney tells me that all of his coaches knew that. A By the way, the vocal fry is so high with this horribly horrible voiced woman. 18 year old Canton McKinley High School football player is now undergoing psychological counseling. This following a punishment dealt out by his football coach, Marcus Watley. This just crosses a line. It's uh, on every level. It's just uh, the attorney for the dude. Civil rights attorney Edward Gilbert is representing the high school. Why did I feel the need to say it when they just said it? School junior who wants to remain anonymous. It's common knowledge that this young man does not eat pork for religious reasons. And this was a pork pizza. Gilbert says the student told the coach at least five times that he could not eat the the coach is like, I had no idea that Leonard Leibovitz was Jewish. Pork because he and his family are members of the Israeli Jewish faith and they keep kosher. Eventually, the coach told him he could take the pepperoni off the pizza. In his view, the go ahead and pick it off. That doesn't work, by the way. Whole pizza was spoiled and he was ordered to eat that. If he did not eat it, then he would be most likely removed from the team and the other teammates would have to do it. All the, all the other guys are intentionally missing practice and they're saying, yeah, I'm Jewish too, coach. Give me some pizza. Extra um, exercise that day. And so you have the whole team around uh, in this gym. You have um, eight coaches there yelling at him. You believe that the coach ordered the, eat the pizza, Jew. The student to eat this pizza knowing that this was against his religious faith. Do you feel like that was part of the punishment? Oh, yeah. I mean, to order a pork pizza knowing that the kid doesn't eat pork, that's just, that's just beyond comprehension. It was a dumb thing to do. It was stupid. But, you know, that's what happens sometimes. But in today's society, you just don't allow that type of thing. No. Gilbert tells me this, this, is, this is like Walter Matthau punishment from the like the bad news bears. You know, this is this is a, this would have been excellent in 1972. This is how you treated people back then. You just treat people like shit. And everyone's like, yeah, whatever. And, you know, they, this, this is the type of thing where if this kid came home from school in 1972 after they made him eat a pork pizza, you know, everything else is the same. His mom and dad would be like, yeah, well, here's another one, you fuckhead. Here, eat this, too. Uh, even though we're the ones who said you had to be kosher. Young man is a star athlete, and even though he's only a junior, he's already been offered full rides to several colleges. Can you imagine if he goes home after eating the pizza, he opens up the mailbox or something from, like, Arkansas. We want you to become a Razorback. Ah! Shit. Now his family is unsure if he'll return to McKinley High or its esteemed football program. Their religion is being disrespected. The school district did send 19 News a statement. It reads in part, the incident calls into question whether appropriate team management, discipline, and player accountability infrastructures are in place. We tried to reach out to head coach Marcus Watley for comment, but so far, we have not heard back. The uh, what a fart. It's like, it sounds like she's trying to hold in a fart in her vagina. Also told us they are nearing the completion of their investigation and they will be releasing more information soon. They also said they are unified ah. in creating a safe and inclusive learning environment for all students. Yeah, God, she's got a horrible speech impediment. She's got fry. Wait, I need more news directors saying, you know, you, you can't work in TV. You sound like an asshole. Reporting in Campton, Kelly Kennedy, 19 News. Oh, God. Who the fuck? Why would you hire somebody with that sounding, with a voice sounding like that is horrible. So, all right. Uh, uh, okay. It, this is you. Let me call up Sam the Jew. 
Maybe he can shed some light on this. Oh. Uh, Sam the... Is he, is he Sam the Jew in my phone? Didn't I just save his number? Aha. We did this recently. I don't even know if I got the right number. Thank you for calling. Uh-huh. That's not it. Hey, Eric. Why don't you call me? I should have saved his number last time. Damn it. morning sam the jew how are you good how are you doing not bad i hope i'm not getting you at a bad time no not really <clears throat> so do you eat kosher uh, i try to okay so if somebody walks up to you and says hey man i got this pepperoni pizza that's something that's not gonna fly right that is right i will <clears throat> kindly decline that so now you can't just pick off the the pepperoni it, it's still got like pepper, uh, pig juice on it, right? That's a bad deal. Yeah, that's right. It's got the pig fat and all the meat on there, so I right. would not eat that. Right, right, right. So I'm not to the extreme of going, you know, like some people won't even eat like pizza from a restaurant that's not kosher. I'll eat it. I, I'll just choose items that aren't pork on my pizza. Yeah. So uh, I was just covering the story where some football team in Ohio, like the star player, uh, he missed practice he, because he was hurt, and the coach got pissed off at him, and the punishment was he got, ordered a pizza and made him eat a pepperoni pizza while the other team mocked him. Oh, man. <laughs> and the kid, and he's, he eats kosher, too. So this is bad. This is really bad. Yeah, that's uh, really bad to do that to somebody like that because it goes against all their beliefs. And, um <clears throat> Yeah. I'd say that's borderline racism right there. Oh, that's a horrible discriminatory display uh, in an attempt to ridicule. I would, if you had a child that that happened to, would you sue for millions? Because I think that that's worth about $10 million. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I do too. I do too. Yeah. Um, all right. Hey, do I say Leah or Leah? It's Leah. Leah. Yeah. How come I ask you that every time? I don't know. I can't get it. It's, it's burned <laughs> in my brain. I think Leah likes messing with you because each time she sees you, she's like, oh, it's Leah. And you're like, oh, shoot, it's Leah. So maybe that's why because she just likes giving you a hard time I'm about not her gonna, name. I am not going to forget. All I have to think is it is not Princess Leia. She is not the same as the character. She's Lee, like Lee Majors. Leah. Leah, yep. Okay, thanks, Sam. I wanted to run. Anytime I have a Jewish question, I want to ask you. Absolutely. I'll be here. Okay, buddy. Thanks. Yep. There See you ya. go. Sam the Jew making an appearance. Always great. He's probably just got just got done pumping iron. Uh, we could do a uh, a a, a re, uh, revitalization of the Mister Ten pageant with boring Dean and Sam the Jew in a big pose down. Those two guys with their guns. Yes. Uh, Eric, how's the training going this week? Horrible. I haven't lifted one finger to do anything, and it ha all comes back to. Uh, the whole idea of getting ready for this uh, this graduation party Saturday. But that is such a bunch of bullshit. And I do have an update on what the, happened to um, the follow-up to this story. Um, 
and uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Okay. Um, <sighs> the entire football team unanimous uh, has been the school board unanimously fired seven coaches after all of that. So those guys are done, and that that is a wow. And and you had a very I guess that was a very very successful program with a. Uh, a long, rich history of success and great coaching. These guys are great coaches, but you cannot allow that. I mean, my God. So we've got some early front runners for asshole of the day here. Um, I'll have to include me. Uh, at least some of you might think that because I lost Pooh Bear points. I think that's complete bullshit. The, uh, the people that cut the veteran's microphone, those are asshole of the day ca- uh, candidates. I don't have any names on that. And the football coaches for, for making the Jew kid eat the pork pizza holy shit what a absolute abortion that is my god okay sam says i'm sure they can find coaching work in tech not sam mike uh, 1329 on discord says i'm sure they can find coaching work in texas they're in ohio though ohio's a big football state stu- uh, too though so that, I just thought that that was a ridiculous story, and I couldn't wait to share that with you. All right, folks. Thanks again to Gift of Life Michigan. Check them out on my website. Just click on their logo for information about how you can join the organ donor registry. So important, okay? Uh, your organs can save the lives of eight people. Just become a registered donor. It is so simple. Now, of course, I'm talking about Gift of Life Michigan. You can do this in your respective state, wherever you are, okay? But uh, my friends at Gift of Life Michigan have been working with them for, uh, ever since, uh, well, just a handful of months ago when it all got started because of the big, uh, the big kidney donation and uh, have asked me to encourage you to do the same thing in terms of giving your organs away in the event of your untimely passing. That's a horrible thing to even think about, but it does happen. And uh, uh, you could, uh, in, in death, save the lives of many, many people. Gift of Life Michigan, thank you so much for being part of the show so that I can talk about you. Hang on. Excuse me. Uh, thank you again to the uh, Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. No matter where you are in the USA, with the exception of Maine, South Carolina, Hawaii, and Alaska, you can get uh, the team uh, Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage working for you. Get an interest rate at about 2.5% right now. It used to be da- damn near 2% if you have the uh, – uh, right credit rating and wanted to bust out a 15-year mortgage, but you can get it down to about 2.5% right now. They're going to go up, so if you're considering it, get on it now and start doing your homework. And uh, to me and to Mario, too, that homework means, yes, you need to talk to other mortgage professionals. Call up anybody from any other organization and just talk to them. What can you do for me? How does this work? Okay. Uh, how do they answer you? What's their demeanor like? Their bedside manner, if you will. All Mario asks is he be included in that process. He's going to win out because he's the absolute best. He's the sweetheart of a human being. He hires the best people that are part of his uh, uh, Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, and you will be so, so happy with the effort put out by Mario and his staff. 231-332-6505. Call them today or just get more infor- uh, more information when you click on the emerald green logo at ericzaneshow.com. 
that says the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, just like the one over my shoulder right here, NMLS number 3035. All right. Meant to get to this story yesterday, did not. Uh, you need to see it. So I'm going to do the screen share. If you are uh, just listening to the audio podcast, you'll have to click on the link in the show notes to see what I'm looking at. This guy is 80 years old, and 60 years ago, he decided that the way to go for the rest of my life is not taking a bath, okay? Not bathing. Now, I can't necessarily say, well, no, I can tell you that the last time the NFK was under a hot shower was July 30. That was the day when he moved in with us. And I, I said, get in the shower. And he was looked at me like I was nuts. I go, get in the shower. And from that point on, and he gave me, he fought me tooth and nail over this deal. And I'm like, dude, what the hell? Doesn't like taking a bath. Doesn't like cleaning his entire body. Uh, I think he does the old uh, wash rag, uh, uh, pits, butthole, and, and, and undercarriage deal. And then that is about it. That's about all. And then uh, he swears to God that he washes his head with the uh, anti-dandruff medicine I gave him so we can get away from uh, uh, cranial butter. But I'm not convinced this is all happening. I'm like, dude, well, why, why, don't, you, why don't you just get in and do it all at once? Why do we have to do, go through all this craziness? Just get under the fucking water. I don't understand. So there is some degree of bathing, just not like... Uh, and Mike says there's no way he washes between his toes. No, 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 no. No, there is an entire tub of I can't believe it's not butter in between those toes. I can promise you that. Shed spread is in between those. Okay. All right. So, but the NFK is going to have to work very hard to get to the level of this guy who is, where is this take place? Uh, I can't say. Oh, it's somewhere in. Oh, great. It's in Iran. The uh, Degah, the small village of Degah. I don't know if that's anywhere near my dad, where my dad grew up. But this guy. Okay. Let me give you the uh, screen share here so you can see what I'm seeing. All right. This is our pal right here. Now, look at the uh, layer of dirt on everything that is part of him. His clothes, his arm. Look at, the, look at that foot. Look at that foot. That is almost as bad as the NFKs. Uh, 80 years old. He walks. He looks like a question mark when he walks. So, you know, there's a lot of similarities to Kanu Balia. Is that his name? No, his name is Amu Haji. Amu Haji. 80-year-old man from Iran. He believes that it is healthier for him to not bathe. All right? 
Uh, according to this article, they write it as most people can't go more than a day without taking a shower. There's nothing a hot shower can't fix after a whole day of working or being outside. Of course, that's what normal people do. Some people, however, prefer not to shower for their own reasons. Well, yeah, I live with one of them. I'm not even sure why this is. I don't, I, I, one day I'm going to get up the nerve and say, can you explain to me? Can you say to me? Can you talk to me and te- help me to understand why every day you don't take a shower or a bath? Can you explain that to me and make help, help Eric to understand? So, uh, when this guy was 20, that was the last time he took a bath. He's 80 now. Uh, he is known as the dirtiest man in the world. All right. Now, now my guy can't quite compete with this, but I would say he's going to at least get to the divisional round in bracketology for dirtiest man in the world. So, you know, you'd have this guy, he's going to win the Super Bowl every time, but I think that the NFK can at least get past the wild card round and get into the divisional game may win that, which could, could lead him, uh, a chance at, um, um, conference championships for filthy human. But, you know, he's going to have to pull out all the stops because he's going to have to put his feet up on the table and say, all right, take a look at these feet. They look like fish. Um, you know, the underside, he's going to have to take, like, uh, samples of the underside of those long fingernails to see how much feces is under them, okay? The fact that his face is gray. This guy claims that being clean will make him ill. Like, being clean will make him sick. He says that the uh, layer of dirt on him makes him um, healthy. Not only does he avoid cleaning himself, but even though even the thought of taking a bath makes him very irritated. Same thing with the NFK. You bring that shit up, he's going to want to kill you. All right, this is going to get even more gross here. So if you're eating, if you're getting ready to eat, this is bad. Kate Cryer, I'm looking at you. Amu makes sure to drink over a gallon of water every single day. All right, great. And he goes out of his way to eat uh, a rotting porcupine meat. How does he get the porcupine? Okay, is that a thing where he has to kill a porcupine? That is not easy work to kill a porcupine. And then getting at the meat, I mean, it's got quills everywhere. Not he's not eating uh, just any meat. He's eating rotting porcupine meat. What? Uh, he smokes tobacco. Okay, but and I'm not making this up. Let me give you back to put you back to the screen share so you can see what I see. He, this is him smoking animal feces. I'm look at that face. Look at this freaking face. It, his face has so many lines in it. He makes uh, fucking Ted Lindsay look like a cover girl model. He smokes animal feces. What is this? Is he? He's the, is he the only guy that does this? He's walking around. Oh my god! Look at this. Here's some turds and puts it in a pipe. When Amu does choose to smoke regular cigarettes, he smokes them five at a time. How is this guy alive? He suffered many emotional setbacks during his youth, which resulted in an extreme lifestyle change. So be, what? Somebody broke your heart, so you decided to smoke shit and not take a bath? 
Uh, Amu has adopted an isolated lifestyle and seems to be enjoying it to the fullest, but there's more to the strange case. Look at you notice in the settings of all these, he's always like, in, like it looks like a great area of wilderness and no one around. This is the only way that this guy, no one would ever. Can you imagine being in like the small town and you see see this fucker walking into the, uh, the down the one road, getting uh, he's gonna show up in town to get some supplies from whatever store. And they're like, oh fuck, turn off the open sign. Sorry, close for business. Whenever someone asks Amu to drink clean water and eat regular food, he gets angry. He's uh, the man knows that he's he knows he's covered in a very thick layer of dirt and dust, but it doesn't seem to bother him in the slightest. How could someone live like this for decades? Amu says he has reasons. Uh, well, yeah, I'd like to know what the hell those reasons are, for God's sake. But the majority of people don't share his opinion. The man doesn't mind being dirty as long as it means one thing. Hold on, there's one more thing I got to show you. Look. <laughs> Look at they they've got an image of him looking in a mirror at his face. Look at his fucking face. <laughs> he's holding up a um the type of a a he's got a rear view mirror from a car in his hand and he's looking at his face like, "Yeah, not bad." His uh his beard looks like, you know when you cut the lawn and like the lawnmower starts backing up and the clumps of of, of mulch are like uh, are are like flying uh, uh, out from under the uh, lawnmower. That's what his that's what his beard looks like. And then he's got this this gray hand with the long fingernails. It's just horrible. Amu believes that the layer of dirt will keep him healthy. The man is almost the same color as the earth to the point that he completely blends in with his surroundings. He's like the absorbing man from the Marvel comics. Does anybody get that reference? Send me an email if you got that reference. Eric at ericsangio.com. In fact, he's pretty easy to mistake for a pile of dirt on the ground. If he doesn't move, Amu used to live in normal conditions in his village with his family, although his obsessive thinking eventually took over his life. Hold on. One more picture. There's so many great pictures. You got to see this shit. <laughs> Look at him. He's just part of the landscape. He's just he's surrounded by an area that a man who hasn't bathed in 60 years should only be around. Can you imagine if he lives in like a palace and the photographer says, no, 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 no. I really want to I really want to uh, uh, amp it up here and lay amongst all this garbage. Um, my God. Started to believe showering was negatively affecting his health. One day he made a serious decision that, yeah, I've decided I'm never going to take a shower again. I'm leaving my family, and that's it. His bed is just a hole in the ground where he sleeps there by choice. Okay, unbelievably, there's one more picture that you aren't going to believe this one. Look at this. This is what I'm going to show you is the pipe. The pipe that has the shit in it that he smokes. And get a load. And that's not the worst part of this. The worst part of this are his hands. Look at those hands. Oh, my God. Oh, this story. What a legend. He needs to be on America's Got Talent or something. 
Amon feeds on rotten bodies of animals that have been killed by cars or have died by natural causes. Passerbys throw cigarettes at him, and he's often seen smoking five of them in one hand at a time. When the man runs out of cigarettes, he replaces it with dried animal feces. When Amon is confident that his lifestyle will prolong his life and keep him healthy, there is absolutely no medical evidence. To, while he says that that will keep him healthy, there is no evidence to support his beliefs. Of course not. He's just fucking crazy. Um, like I said, drinks a lot of water. Uh, drinks a lot, five liters a day from a large rusty can. Does not use clippers or scissors. Instead, he uses an open flame to shorten his hair. <laughs> he doesn't care what others think of him and isn't planning to change his habits anytime soon. Before Aman, a 66-year-old Indian man named Kalase Singh held the record of the longest time of uh, going without taking a shower or a bath, which was over 38 years. We might have talked about him on the show. And this is one of those stories that goes on forever, so you can look at the ads. And I I can't stop scrolling through it. Incredible. 60 years with no shower. Oh. Is uh, Melissa says, is the NFK afraid he will slip and fall? Maybe get him a shower seat, long-handled scrubber. I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, I think that the um, qu- the question would have to be asked. So, hey, uh, or at least say, hey, so if I got you a seat and uh, all the accoutrements so that you can bathe, would that be a thing? Would you be interested in doing that? Uh, I-, I don't know. Perhaps. I just can't get up the nerve to have that conversation. Sometimes I get shy about that. It's such a private, personal thing. That my, my little brain can only take so much. That is, it's probably not a huge deal. Oh, man. Incredible. Well, that guy's a record holder. Congratulations to you. Got another story I want to get to that's equally crazy, entirely different, but I'll get to that. It's about a wedding that just went down. The, all these stories just kind of, they, they just blew up in front of me for the day. Uh, This crazy wedding in India that just happened, which you won't believe. Okay, Uh, hire me on Cameo. I just heard that uh, Donald Trump Jr. is on Cameo. And uh, for $500, you can get the son of the president, the former president, uh, to do a Cameo for you. And he's like, you know what? Yeah, we had a lot of legal bills, so I need money. And he he says a percentage of the money goes to some uh, veterans... uh, a veterans fund or something like that. So that's not all bad. I hope that that's the case. Uh, part of me is a little, uh, uh, I'd be, yeah, frankly, a lot of people will probably sign up for that. I imagine that, uh, uh, you know, the usual, the usual suspects will sign up for a, a word from Donald Trump Jr. Trump should be on cameo. Now that would be awesome. That would be absolutely fantastic. If Trump was on cameo. He would make so much money. He would, in an instant, be the... uh, And he would probably only have to charge like 15 bucks to do it. Uh, But I am there, and I would love you to hire me on Cameo. I put my all into these things, my heart and soul. 
okay? Uh, it's not like Vince Meal doing it. I work very, very hard to make sure that your cameo is exactly what you gave me $15.99 for. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Hire me for a roast uh, or maybe just well wishes for somebody. I can be as sweet or not so sweet as you want me to be. You just direct me. I've even done these for little kids. Sometimes the kids like to see the pooches. and They like the dogs. If you have somebody that's in love with French bulldogs like Brucey over here, or perhaps Daisy Dew, my English. Or perhaps Pound Puppy O'Neill, who is, uh, everybody seems to love O'Neill. I know that for a fact. I know one person in particular in, in particular really loves O'Neill. Hi, O'Neill. Oh, I see O'Neill all the time. Hi, handsome boy. When can I meet that guy? That guy. When can I meet that guy? Hey, honey, how are you doing? No laws when you're drinking. Drink um, my, my fucking... <laughs> Pellerinos. When can I meet that guy? Fuck you, asshole. <laughs> Fuck you, Eric. Hi, handsome boy. Hire me on cameo. I could do that all day. I love her so much. Ain't no laws when you're drinking claws. Ain't no laws when you're drinking drinking claws. Ain't no laws when you're drinking claws. Ain't no laws when you're drinking drinking claws. Girl. Girl. A girl, I. A girl, I. A girl, I. A girl, I can get drunk off of like four of them. Girl. Girl. A girl, I. Blue Frost IT. Bluefrostit.com. Call them 616 200 8550. Who are they? Okay. This business in West Michigan. The premier source for anything tech-related for your home, for your business, for a uh, new build, a, a new computer set up in the office place. Maybe you're moving. Maybe you need new um, uh, lines, internet not, uh, lines dropped into your walls, new outlets, whatever it may be. What? Just listen. You, you call them up and say, look, I want you to come over. Give me the complimentary consultation. They'll sit down with you. You say, okay, we need new equipment. And uh, we need this infrastructure of the office to be more suited for all of the tech that I'm going to be buying. Can you do that? Well, yeah, hell yeah, that's what we do. Okay, that's part of it. Maybe you're moving the office. They can make that process easy for you. You're updating things. Okay, uh, yeah, and they're, they're going to sit down and say, all right, what are your needs? Uh, we use our computers for this, this, and this, 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 and this. Do you, do you need this? No. Do you need? Okay, servers, printers, monitors, hard drives firewalls, networks, all that stuff is taken care of with Blue Frost IT. They are in business for your small business, your small or medium-sized business. Finally, small and medium-sized businesses don't have to rely on, like, uh, I don't know, go to bang on the door of the geek squad, have those idiots come here and overcharge me. No! Go with an amazing startup business here in West Michigan, Blue Frost IT. Not only that, as part of their service, They offer managed IT service support. That means for your business, you now have an IT support tech team. So, great, you've got your computers, but if something goes wrong, what do you do? Well, you just call your tech department. And they may not be in the same building as you, but you've got one because you, you pay every single month for that subscription to have their service at your beck and call. We're on it, chief. Except, you know, you don't have to pay for insurance. You don't have to pay for, uh, you know, parking pass. You don't have to pay for anything like that. You don't have to worry about 401k. But you've basically got them 
as a contracted employee as your managed uh, IT service provider your, uh, for all of, your, all of your tech. That's how it works with me. I use uh, Blue Frost IT. Pay, pay them a bill once a month, and then that's it. That's part of the infrastructure of building the Eric St. Show podcast. You should have them as part of your business, too. You have any issues at home with a the computer? They'll take care of that as well. Maybe you need to update your uh, old computer to a solid-state hard drive. That is part of their uh, part of their plan to make things easy for you with tech. Blue Frost IT, send them an email, info at bluefrostit.com, or call them 616-200-8550. Okay, Horizon Hydroponics, those green thumb experts with four brick-and-mortar locations, Alpine and Grand Rapids, Michigan. The Growers Outlet in Byron Center, Kalamazoo, Michigan, and Lansing, Michigan for Horizon Hydroponics. Anything that you're growing, uh, any type of plants, vegetables, flowers, you name it, cannabis, they are the experts. They have every bit of knowledge you need about soils and fertilizers and additives and proper potting. Oh, my God, just so much knowledge. And that is also the home of the Mantis Pod. Still got to post that video, damn it. You take the mantis pod, you throw it in your garden, and you leave it. A thousand little tiny mantises crawl out of the pod when it's time to come out into the world. They're like, ah, this is great. We got all this vegetation, all these bugs to kill. Hey, there can only be one of us. And they have an unbelievable royal rumble in your garden. And out of all of those, the bracketology of praying mantises is down until it's just two. Mono e mono, and all the while this takes time. This takes days for this to happen, for the war to start. And then when the bloodshed starts, it's down to two growing mantises who are much bigger now because they've been eating their brothers and sisters. It sounds crazy, but that's how it works. And that's finally it's those two. Can you imagine getting a, getting a video camera on them? Rawr, rawr. And they're devastating. And the winner takes all. To the winner goes the spoils. He's, he's the big swinging dick of your garden because he killed his brother or his sister. So he's like, yes, that's me. And then they go, and for the entire season, this is absolutely true, by the way, and they slaughter every pest in your garden, just this one. And then you'll see it, like, fly up onto your house railing from his time. Hey, how's it going? He's, like, four inches long. He's like, hey, what's up, man? How you doing? They get back in there and fight. It's like having, did you ever see that movie My Bodyguard? With the little shit, and he's got the stupid idiot friend who's like beats the hell out of everybody. You got that in your garden. It's a praying mantis. This is all true. Horizon Hydroponics. Yes, send me the mantis pod. Reach out to them. Horizonhydroponics.com. Orders 250 and over um, are free via the mail anywhere in the United States. Do they? Would they mail you a mantis pod in the mail? Can you imagine how that is if uh, it, it, they opened, if it opened up like on the, when the package is on the way to your place? Hey, throw in a mantis pod. You open it up, there's mantises everywhere. It's, oh, my God, the Unabomber. Uh, maybe they don't sell those by mail. I have no idea. Ask them. Uh, the number is right on their website, horizonhydroponics.com, H-O-R-I-Z-E-N, hydroponics.com. Put in the coupon code Zane Show at checkout. You will save 10%. And says, I had a praying mantis out on my deck. It just kind of stared at me like, can I help you, dude? Want to fight? Yeah. Seriously. Those things look mean. 
Stevie says, want to, cr- uh, Schaefer says, crash Maddie's open house. Stevie says, no way. I don't want to get banned. No, fucking crash it. Come eat the food. I don't give a shit. No, we, we, this has already been discussed. You know, that's all right. Bring Maddie a gift. She needs money for college. That's the only trade-off. You get to see O'Neal. You know, wouldn't that be awesome? Can you imagine? I got to get video of that. When can I meet that boy? Tomorrow you can meet that boy. When can I meet that boy? That boy. When can I meet that boy? You can meet O'Neal tomorrow. When can I meet that boy? Hop on your broom, fly over, and... <laughs> Fuck you, Eric. Then you can see, you can see O'Neal. Hi, handsome boy. Dean, you sick fuck. I'll wear my thong. You fucking animal. Don't touch any of my women. Jesus. Bunch of idiots. All right. So this guy in India is getting married. I'm going to tell you basically what I know just from memory, and then I'll go back and fill in the details. Now, if I, if I remember correctly, isn't India the kind of like the home of like the arranged marriage? I knew a dude who got married to an Indian woman, and he got what's known as a dowry, which is like some type of gift because you, you, uh, because you married the, the, the woman or something like that. What is, exactly is a dowry? What is a dowry? Property or money brought by a bride to her husband on their marriage. Let me use it in a sentence. Elizabeth's dowry was to be $45,000 in diamonds. A dowry is a transfer of parental property. Gifts, property, or money upon the marriage of a daughter. Dowry contrasts with the related concepts of bride, peace, and dower. Dowry is an ancient custom. And its existence may well predate records of it. Dowries continue to be expected and demanded as a condition to accept a marriage proposal in some parts of the world, mainly in parts of Asia, Northern Africa, and the Balkans. In some parts of the world's disputes related to dowry sometimes result in acts of violence against women, including acid attacks and killings. Acid attacks. So does that, hey, here, here you go, have a cup full of acid. Wasn't there a movie called Slumdog Millionaire where one of the scenes where they, they here you take a glass of acid, ah! All right, well, this really doesn't have anything to do with the dowry. I just, it just kind of stuck in my brain because this is a story from, the, uh, from India. Uh, and now where is this damn story at? Okay, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit not prepared today. Mm. Okay. Here you go. I got it. I swear. This guy's up uh, getting ready to take his... Wife's hand, she walks out, she got typical typical Indian garb, you know? And uh he's so happy because she's so beautiful. And 
She's very young. This happened just the other day. This is May 27th in the village of Samaspur in the northern Indian state of Uttar Pradesh, which I know for a fact we have had stories from Uttar Pradesh recently. Like in the last year, I remember saying Uttar Pradesh, which is uh, obviously very highly populated. India is a massively overpopulated country. And so uh, the groom is ready to go. And the bride walks up there, and they're doing the uh, uh, vows, and she died. She died right there. She collapsed and died. Holy shit. <coughs> Imagine the horror. And she's young. Uh, the two were exchanging traditional flower garlands during the ceremony called the Jamala or Jaimala when the lady, Serbai, collapsed. A doctor rushed to treat her, but declared that she died from a heart attack, according to the local TV news station. Now, if it ended there, it would be horrible. However, it made an even crazier turn when... They said, okay, let's have you marry the sister. And she's standing right there. They took take the body and lift the body up of the dead chick and drag her into the next room, and they go, you, you're up. You're going to marry him. And this actually happened. Can you imagine being her? You're like, what? Huh? Or even, even I mean, how is this? This is another reason why... Um, we, the United States is incredibly better than the rest of the world. When you hear, I mean, and I mean, India is a massive, this is a civilized country. There are shitty portions to it. You got a lot of the haves and the have nots in India, but I think these are the haves in India. Okay. This isn't, Oh my God. How can this be? I don't give a shit what your customs are. It's fucking wrong. And this is a reason to, uh, you know, fire some Tomahawk missiles at a country when you hear about shit like this going on. Well, you're going to marry him now. What? I, fuck your customs. This is horrible. Uh, let's, it says the day's festivities continue. The show must go on. Show must go on. Oh, but they bring in a different bride. Serby's body laid. They just dragged her into the other room and said, smell you later. Her younger sister, Nisha, replaced her. Ugh. Quote, we did not know what to do in the situation. Well, all right, maybe, but I know what you shouldn't do, and that is bring Nisha in to replace her. I, okay, maybe I'm, help me to understand here. Is this the type of setting where in, in, this, uh, in this wedding environment, uh, the groom has never seen her has no idea who is getting married is that how they do marriage over there this is a this is a human rights issue in my opinion the way marriage takes place in these fucked up places like that the fact that these women are basically just treated as pieces of property for these type of arranged marriages and there there's no emotional element to it whatsoever it's all about property what a stupid world we live in where this actually takes place, where this woman, the dead, is treated like a fucking piece of garbage. They just drag her out and bring in her stupid sister, and she has to go along with it or probably get her ass kicked. 
you know, ladies, let me let me explain something to you. If you ever think that this is a bad place to be, the United States of America, you know, I'm so glad to be living in the USA. Just think about where where uh, where it is in some other parts of the world and how awesome it is here. That you know, in my opinion, the women rule the world. You know, uh, I mean, out shit, I I can't even begin to think about what would happen if I even stepped out of line with the queen of the forest and how badly my ass would get kicked. That's the way it should be. My God. And then in other parts of the world like this, they just drag the dead chick out. They probably just throw her in there. The body's all deformed now, uh, uh, probably busted limbs. And then they just call upon her sister to stand in. What? My God, this is going to be tough for asshole of the day. The quote of, we did not know what to do in the situation. Both the families sat together and someone suggested that, hey, I got an idea that my younger sister, Nisha, should be married to the groom, said Serbi's brother, Saraba, told the local news channel TV9. The fact that they've got uh, two news stations showing up there, hey, comment on the comment on this wedding. Yeah, we're going to go with the sister. It's like it's like sports. We yeah, we got a backup quarterback. Here comes Jeff Garcia into the game. Oh. Quote, yeah, it was a tough call for our family. <laughs> one daughter lay dead in one room and the wedding of another daughter was being uh solemn solemnized. Uh how do you even say this? S they they're using the word solemn, but it sounds like sodomized solemnized that's it solemnized in the other room did you hear me piece that together that was bad yeah that's not a tough call you just call off the wedding you bury the dead and then everybody goes home maybe drink the beer that you bought and paid for already maybe eat the food you cry a little but this is fucked up you don't have a wedding while the dead bitch is in the other room fuck you guys bunch of assholes stupid country of india and your dumbass stupid customs fuck you we have never witnessed such mixed emotions singh said well yeah you brought it all here on yourselves so you did the grief over her death and the happiness of the wedding have yet to sink in who's happy no one's happy ah it was the second time in recent weeks when a last minute wedding substitute in india made the news earlier in may a bride in the uh, something town of Uttar Pradesh married a member of the groom's wedding party after the husband-to-be ran off <laughs> partway through the ceremony. The bride's family selected a new groom from the array of groomsmen and agreed on the match. You fucking idiots. Fuck you, India. <laughs> Holy shit. What a stupid, screwed-up place to live. Oh, my God. The entire country of India earns a nomination for asshole of the day. What are we going to do about this asshole of the day? All right. Country of India for the lack of human rights towards women. Uh, hold on a second. Hey, buddy. Period. Love you much. Period. I'm podcasting, though. Period. friend of mine not sure what the hell's going on bird says her sister brought to you by baldwin ace hardware 
Let's see. Somebody introduces the dead chick to the dirtiest man in the world. Match made in heaven, says Schaefer. He he says he likes eating dead things. Oh, this is some this is some great vagina. Richard Francisco writes, worst places to live, India and Granville. Granville, Michigan is on the hot seat for asshole of the day. Andrea says she heard that he had a little dick and couldn't live with it. And says it's like a nuptial baseball team. Okay, the starting bride got hit by a pitch. You're up. <laughs> Grab a dowry. You guys are freaking on your game today. Uh, Nathan says, asshole of the day, Diana's stinky ball ticklers. I'm not sure what that means. All right. We have covered a lot of ground on this show today. Asshole of the day nominees. All right. The country of India. The country of India or, I mean, anybody involved in this wedding. Indian wedding customs could be asshole of the day, I guess. There's probably an easier way to say this. The filthy old man who eats rotted uh, roadkill, drinks filthy water, and hasn't bathed in 60 years. The coaches of the football team who made the kid eat the pepperoni pizza even though he only eats kosher food because he missed practice because he was hurt. How about the veteran uh, who got his Mike Forrest Gump uh, his, his microphone cut when he was talking about Memorial Day. Those people who cut the mic can be uh, assholes of the day. Or the city of Granville. Or the Granville people who are now backpedaling about Miss Rita. Miss Rita wants to have swim school in her backyard. She doesn't want to do it at my house. She wants to do it at her house. In a pinch, she could do it here but I'm thinking that the city of Granville is going to figure out that they're fucked uh, and that they need to turn this around fast. This is some terrible PR, you bunch of assholes. Granville. Shit show. Shit show community until you fix it for Miss Rita. Everybody's going to pay the price in Granville until Miss Rita, until you pussies grow a spine and tell Miss Rita that she can have her swim school. I don't give a shit what anybody in the neighborhood says. Fuck you. Oh, Nathan's talking about the hemorrhoid. You're saying that the hemorrhoid should be the asshole of the day? How about me for bringing it up on the podcast? Diana's got a little little nub. (laughs) Eric, Eric, I told you not to discuss that. Don't discuss my hemorrhoid. I got the cure right here. I guess that could be asshole the day now. Uh, buy a t-shirt. It's at uh, ericsaintshow.com. Click on merch. You got uh, all sorts of different styles there and selections, different styles of t-shirts, different cuts, ladies cuts, guys cuts, tank tops. You name it. It's all at ericsaintshow.com. Sold a few t-shirts last week. I need to post it on uh, Facebook and Twitter more. That seems to move the uh, meter for me. I've just been so busy. I haven't had time to even take care of that. Uh, all right. So there you go. Buy some merch for the Eric Zane Show podcast. It helps keep the podcast going. TC Paintball, online at tcpaintballgr.com. So much fun. Gather up the group and go play paintball. 
we're going to do it again in August. So we got a little time before we have the next uh, paintball party. But uh, so be, be thinking about that. Always a good time. And uh, what you do is you gather up the uh, neighborhood kids, maybe a uh, group from work, whatever it may be, team building, and uh, head out there to TC Paintball. Book your event, tcpaintballgr.com. Uh, all included with your fee is the paint, the gun, uh, the field time, the mask, all in there. You can rent some uh, more stuff to keep your clothes from getting completely destroyed if you want. And uh, if you if you want to armor up, you can rent that material too. Uh, that that makes it a little less, uh, well, you know, I mean, let's face it. When you get hit sometimes in the right spot with a paintball, it might sting a little bit. It's crazy how it, it it's like uh, 10 on a scale of 0 to 10 for like 10 seconds. And then it fades so incredibly fast within one minute. You're like, oh, God, thank God that's over. And then you've got the mark, the mark of the paint. It'll stick with you for a little bit. Most kids are proud of them. Whenever kids take one in like the neck or the belly, like, look, hey, Shane, look. Uh, All right. So there you go. Book a party at TC Paintball. Wednesday is Little League. The smaller kids play with the low impact weaponry. All right. That kind of gets them used to paintball. Ask about the Little League that happens on Wednesdays at TC Paintball online at tcpaintballgr.com. Hang on. Okay. Uh, yes, Cornhole America. Bring it up the rear for us today. Get a set of cornhole boards from Cornhole America online at cornholeamerica.com. These are the best. You will never, ever need to buy another set of these again. Have you ever bought a set of cornhole boards at like Meyer or Walmart or whatever department store? And then you're like, oh boy, these aren't going to last. And then your drunk uh, cousin trips on it and falls on it, and then he falls through it. It's a disaster. The game's ruined. You know, you, you will never, ever buy another set of cornhole boards if you buy them from, uh, from Cornhole America. They are more expensive than any other cornhole boards you get at any stupid store, but they're uh, made with the uh, highest quality uh, parts, handmade right here in West Michigan and sent all across the United States cornholeamerica.com and quite literally you can put any design onto a set of cornhole boards any design your favorite team's logo your face my logo your 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 favorite hangout morning show logo it doesn't matter they can put it onto a set of cornhole boards they can do it at cornhole america online at cornholeamerica.com also ask about hosting a charity event. They will help you through that, and you can raise money for any local organization that you want if you uh, reach out to them. They will help you. When will the NFK Howitzer pick be available for a T-shirt? Good question. That involves your old pal Eric Zane grabbing that image that you made, Jason, and doing it. And right now... Everything, and I mean everything, is pushed off to the side until this week is done. So I will add that to my list of things to do. What you've got there is a T-shirt with a howitzer shooting shit out of it. And it's got the Hams logo on the side. It's breaking all copyright laws. And uh, it says, uh, uh, what does it say on it? NFK, something like that. Shit howitzer. If you know, you know, or something like that. It's awesome. A uh, cornhole board with an unwashed Iranian, Iranian, Iranian man. Yes, you can get that image and put it on a, a set of cornhole boards. 
live stream this upcoming nap, E-Dog. About to curl up on the dog bed. I don't know what the hell you're saying there. I probably shouldn't have read it. Schaefer, who's been just on fire today, says, I need to write some jokes for Ben. Yeah, maybe. I think so. Couldn't be any worse. All right, folks. Uh, I just want to remind you that Patreon, of course, the live stream, the Patreon bonus live stream happens at 11 a.m. on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. If you give me 10 bucks a month, you get to all the audio archive, all the video archive, all of the live streams. Uh, that's great fun to be part of that group. It's a lot like this, except no ads. I go for 30, 40 minutes more at the end of this podcast. Okay. Um, if you sign up, you keep the podcast going, try it. That's all I suggest. You try it out. And if you like it, you let it ride to the next month. Or you can convert, if you know you're going to love it, just convert it to a yearly. And that will save you 10% because it's 120 bucks for a year. If you do it month to month, it's 108 if you commit to one year and then you'll see, so you'll save that money or try it and then go, this sucks, cancel it. And then, uh, well, you get the rest of that month. That's what you do. Uh, or if you want to just do the audio option, that's five bucks a month. If you convert that to a yearly, I'll still give you 10%. So it'll be $54 a year or do the same thing. Let it ride. Or just uh, cancel it and you get the month uh, for the rest of that month. Look at that. See, you can actually see the poison ivy on this arm right here. Oh, boy. The uh, 1% hydrocortisone works, though, man. That, that, keeps it, uh, that, that keeps it calmed down quite a bit. Okay. So that's it. Uh, the, uh, the idea is to do uh, Ben and Eric Patreon podcast Saturday night. That, of course, has the live audience. I'll be sending out links for you to be part of it live Saturday night. Yesterday's asshole of the day was the city of Granville. They're in the running for it again. What are your suggestions for asshole of the day? Based on what we've talked about today. Let's see. I talked about Granville. I mentioned that. Uh, starting to lose my mind here. Diana's hemorrhoid. Diana giving me the business. Uh, a veteran got his mic cord cut. His microphone feed cut. The football coaches made the kid eat pork. Filthy old man. Crazy Indian wedding. All right. What's it going to be? What do you guys think? Uh, calamine lotion helps us with the in- uh, itch as well. Yeah, absolutely. The country of India... Anti-Semitic coaches, India, uh, Dinah's hemorrhoid. Uh, hmm. What is it going to be? Let's see. Of course, I have a big say in this. You're finding out. You're seeing me right now write down what is it going to be. To me, the whole idea that that Poor young man had to be embarrassed so terribly like that by the football coach. What a That's a traumatic-ass thing. That is fucked up. But I think all of them deserve it. Had it not been for the football coach and all of those coaches, all seven of them got fired, thank God, uh, then it would have been one of the other ones. 
But, I mean, you got a young kid there, 17 years old, having to deal with that shit. I hope he sues for millions, man. That is absolute bullshit. That football coaches in Ohio, assholes of the day for that horrible, horrible maneuver. That is absolutely disgusting. My God. All right, folks, that's my time. I appreciate you guys so much for making this a thing for yet another day. Today is the 4th of June, so that means we are, um, let's see, 4th, 5, 6, it will be on Monday, exactly, well, I did, let's see, let me go back in time here. Uh, Okay, we go back to 20, yes, it was January... Wait a minute, did I start in 19? I did. It was early January 19. January 6, 2019. It was January 6 in this room at uh, in the evening that I did my first podcast because I got fired on the Friday from BBL. And then Sunday night I podcast. I, I did the podcast. And then I published it for Monday. So January 6 is the actual start of the podcast anniversary. So that means... On June 6th, Sunday, that will be two and one-half years of doing this thing. My God. And, and, and I love the milestones because it makes me think back to um, I had no intention. Well, I had an idea that I would do a podcast, but I did not think that I would be able to sustain myself to be actually to earn a living doing it. Um, and it was on that day. I launched T-shirt sales and Patreon. And the big push I got from Patreon is 450 people that signed up for it within like a week. Now, it's not nearly that now. It's more like 275. But um, the ones that are still there, I mean, that's, that's a substantial amount of money. But that was enough money to buy me about three months of busted i go all right you're on the clock if you're going to do this you're going to have to sell ads on the free podcast because that patreon is not going to last forever it's going to you know the the fervor is going to uh it's not going to be like that forever so you better if you're going to do this you're going to have to get some asses in the seats with sponsorships so that bought me time and then all right great so then uh big dick donnie rick from tc paintball joe martinez these are all early entrants uh henry steffes they all, these people came out of the woodwork. I didn't have to do a fucking thing. They just said, all right, where do we sign? I go, what, huh? I was like, holy shit, we can do this. And so that's been it, man. Wash, rinse, repent. Uh, wash, rinse, repeat. Nothing's changed since. It's just been, do this, get this shit done, man. Get after it. That's the hustle. That's the grind. Wish I could help from Canada once the border opens. What are you talking about? You can't. Are you telling me you can't sign up on Patreon, Mike1329 on uh, on Discord? Uh, you can help. Buy a, buy a damn T-shirt. Buy a damn Patreon subscription. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, you, you can't with the sponsors unless you wanted to work with the ones uh, who uh, have an online platform like Horizon Hydroponics or you needed a mortgage or something like that. Or you needed a T-shirt or a Patreon membership. I He says, I've tired i've tried you've tried what what's going on there tell you what email me uh mike 1329 and i'll try to walk you through that 
Mitchell says, I've spent so much money at TC Paintball. Yes, absolutely. I know you have, and that makes me very, very happy. Thank you so much, guys, for always supporting the sponsors. If you didn't support the sponsors, we would not be able to do this, and that's a great thing to remind me because the asshole of the day is a, a joint made possible by TC Paintball and JM Synthetics, who uh, I made the hard sell the other day, and I'm going to continue to do that, kind of like in a last-ditch effort. But you see that guy right there, Jason May, 616-747-0233. So he needs more return on his investment. This is absolutely true, and I won't let him spend another dime on this show unless he has folks that reach out and say, hey, I need oil delivered to my house because I'm doing an oil change, okay? That's what Mays does. He sells lubricants, Amsoil, the best in the business. You can do this. You can buy all the shit you need for your DIY project uh, projects that have to do with any type of lubricant. Uh, 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 what do you call it? Bar oil for your chainsaw. Uh, firearms lubricant. Any type of oil for any type of vehicle, RV, uh, marine, outboard, uh, ATV, side-by-side, four-wheeler, motorcycle, Amsoil products from JM Synthetics. Go to jmsynthetics.com, pick out what you want, call the number on the website, say, Jason, he's going to say, yeah, this is what I want. Okay, this is how it works. The next thing you know, it's at your doorstep. It's that simple. You don't have to do a thing. You do it all over the phone with Jason Mays. Call him 616-747-0233. I'm making the hard sell because... I'm going to keep doing the hard sell for about a week or two, and then I'm going to say, hey, dude, did the meter move on that? Because I worked really hard to try to get the word out. I really went hard. And if he says, no, it didn't move, I said, dude, well, you're done. I don't want you spending any more money. I don't want you to feel bad about it, buddy. We tried. Sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes it doesn't work. All right. Onward and upward. Thank you, folks. I appreciate it. Patreon, we're going to talk a little more about this Bob Brenly fiasco and this bullshit. Oh, my God. Not to mention, have you folks heard of uh, something known as the dry scoop? That's another stupid internet challenge. Uh, killing our dumbass young people. They're trying to because they're stupid. I know what the I know what the scoop and feed is. You ever try that one? I'm an expert. I can throw a fart like many, many feet. Or cup of soup. Okay, folks, we'll talk to you. Have a good have a good rest of your day. Talk to you on the Patreon in 54 minutes. Till next time. Bye-bye. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager, only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. 
new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.